Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, everybody, it's that time again. Believe Sports Biz Sports Media, also heard on pod clips around the world. I am Fred. You can email us at sportsfred at AO.com, sportsfred at AO.com. And we'll talk about this, that, and anything in sports, along with Mark Mancini, the world's worst sports handicapper, art source of Galaxy Sports. Uh, art, you've been known to wager a few bucks now and then. The Preakness says it doesn't want to run two weeks after the Kentucky Derby. It wants three. It wants four weeks. It wants four four Saturdays afterwards. How about splitting? <laughs> how about splitting the difference? I don't know if the Kentucky Derby would like that or the Belmont would like that. But Art, what do you think? Well, I think with all the things that are going wrong in the sport of horse racing, it might not be an, a bad idea to give these horses a little more time to recover. I mean, Fred, we've we've had nothing but problems the last five years with these poor horses dying and uh, there's got to be a reason for it. And I think the more rest they have, maybe the better it is. Um, I'm all good with that. Um, If you want to keep the triple crown intact, spread it out a little bit. You got a whole summer to deal with. I don't think it's going to make a big problem. Um, You know, it's not going to affect the Kentucky Derby because they're first. Okay. They, they, they give the horse the time they need to get to the Derby. The only problem the Derby has is there's 20 horses in the field. I mean, that makes it really tough as a jockey. It comes down to what, you know, get get your slot, get the right draw. But, yeah, I, I say spread it out a little bit. It makes it more exciting. And anything to help the horses I'm, I'm in for. Now, the Belmont would have to okay that. Folks, you have to understand something also. Right now, they're, they're maxing out at 20 horses in the Kentucky Derby. Usually, though, you'd be lucky to get 8 or 10 of those 20 or maybe not even of those to go to the Preakness of the Preakness. So that's why also, and probably the biggest reason why they want to wait a month mm-hmm. instead of the two weeks, but then the Belmont's going to say, well, we don't want to wait another month, you know, and going from a mile and a quarter to a mile three sixteenth back up to a mile and a half. We might have a mess. Uh, Mark, I know you're not a better, but do you have any thoughts about, uh, uh, well, uh, Fred, we live in a city where we have flash mobs going every weekend here. And the, the one word that comes up is accountability. I mean, we're, we're looking at maybe pushing the Belmont out, but why are these horses dying? I, I, we grew up with horse racing. We never saw this happen. They're dropping. Like it was once in a happenstance. Here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Where's the accountability on that before we can get to the other issue with this problem? I agree, folks. So we got a problem in horse racing, no question. <laughs> and, yeah, and you're listening to somebody, again, I've been a million times. I grew up at the age of six. I was a math guy. At the age of six, my parents took me to Hollywood Park, and I was hooked until I found out in my 20s how the horses, some of the horses were treated. And now recently it's been getting worse and worse as far as uh, dying on the track or dying soon afterwards. So, uh, folks, you can email us at sportsfredadale.com, sportsfredadale.com. Speaking right of great on. horse racing, uh, Davey Johnson just celebrated his uh, his 80th birthday. How about all these octogenarians in sports, Fred? You got Jerry yeah. – uh, uh, Jimmy Johnson, who's 80. Johnny Holiday with the uh, Ravens and the Orioles, 85. Jim Kittycott, 84. Vern Lundquist, 83. Bill Rafferty, 80. John Sterling, the Yankees play-by-play guy. You got, you know, 89 years old, Hubie Brown. 89 years old, Bob Euchre. 
Denny Matthews, the great broadcaster for the Royals. It's amazing. 80 might be, you know, the new 70 in broadcasting. Yeah. It's you know, fantastic to see that. You mentioned that from a, a sad point of view. Dick Vitale battling cancer again. He's had chemo. He needs more chemo. He's had it's melanoma. And folks, I, I've had skin cancer. I have not had melanoma. There are three wow. times of skin cancer. The worst is melanoma. My cousin died of it 20 years ago. As uh, Kaiser said, uh, he was fine. And of course he wasn't. He went home and six weeks later, they said he had uh, stage four melanoma. But uh, folks, uh, wear a hat. <laughs> wear uh, all kinds and The sun's of not the same as it was 50 yeah. years ago. There's no doubt about it. Again, hey, speaking folks, of the NFL preseason, you guys, um, very interesting thing happening tomorrow night in Pittsburgh. Uh, Hamlin is coming home. The former University of Pittsburgh star who almost lost his life on the field against the Cincinnati Bengals for the Buffalo Bills. He's going to be returning tomorrow night to uh, Acrisure Stadium. And it's hard for me to say that after all the years. But Heinz Field, whatever. But anyway, I was. I think, you know, what? A, it's going to be amazing to see the outpouring for this young man. And, and I mean, one of, one of the things I wanted to ask you guys is, is, is he ready to play in the NFL after going through such a traumatic situation, Fred, seeing what well, we saw the other night I, in, in Philadelphia? If I was a family member, I would say over my dead body. I wouldn't let him play. Yeah, uh, kind of, at least yeah. until he's really, really for sure, you know. Yeah. I'd agree with Fred on that one, Artie, but the other situation popping up out of the NFL and bring back those Redskins. Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. That's right. Well, I used to tell you the story when I drive through northern go. Arizona on my way to Denver and I'd stop off and have a beer on the reservation or something. They'd be cheering for the Redskins, for the Indians, for the Atlanta Braves. And I always tried to figure out who are these people, you know, that are making these decisions about woke this and that. The Indians were really proud of the fact that the Redskins and the Braves and the Cleveland Indians, they were all part of this whole deal. And nobody felt bad about, you know, Chief Wahoo. And I'm kind of glad to see the, the, the nation stand up and say, hey, wh who you don't made think, this call? You don't, think, you don't think the word Redskins is the worst of the worst of all, all the names? But but here's the thing, Fred. If what if, what, was, hang, if, on, hang on, hang on, hang on. What if you used uh, the... Uh, uh, How about uh, the New York Dagos? Uh, Are they coming right, out? Right, right. <laughs> you know, you're not... Or, or, Okay, you know, but but, you know, but all the Frank, people that hang on, hang up one second. That one or, or an Italian one, we wouldn't allow that. So yeah. why would we allow the Redskins for all these years? George Preston Marshall, one of the last owners. We to know play he was a, the most racist owner in the player. history of the world. I mean, I, 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 you can't, I, you know, I can't I, defend him. I totally. But what I'm saying is, Fred, there's two sides to that that coin, and we've gone so far to the left with the, all this woke stuff and canceling nature that I'm wondering at a certain point in time if we shouldn't check with the people who are who are supposedly being hurt if it really does bother them. It bother the hell out of me if I, if I was an but American. But you're not a Redskin. No, well, but well, what, I, what I'm saying is if they use the term for Italians or Jews or somebody else, 80% would be hurt, 90% would be hurt. I mean, we know that. Just, right. because, one, just because one group How do we says, know that, they want to know. Well, because it's because it's a slap. The word Redskins is a slap in the face. It's an, it's not anything but a slap in the face. It, 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 oh. it just the word Indians is bad enough, but Redskins is a slap is the but worst. But weren't they weren't they the people that started this whole Western? I mean, 
the way we treated the Redskins and the Indians in the in American history is abysmal. It makes what we did to the blacks, the Jews, the Italians, the, the Irish, it makes it look like nothing ever happened. Fred, these people were absolutely massacred. Okay. They were right. given injections so they couldn't have kids. I mean, come on. You know, they deserve to have some pride in something. It's a sporting event. It's not a political statement. I mean, they were good for 75 years. Well, and, well, then, not, yeah. and then because of the owner being such a, a chatrul, as I say in Italian, that, that caused a big problem, too. Now, why aren't the Atlanta Braves? The Brave is better because he's a Brave as opposed to a Redskin? If you were to, in my mind, if you were going to list them, yeah, the Redskins are the worst. But yeah, on top the, of, of the worst possible the word. Right. Here's the thing, Fred. If I can understand if the name was brought up on an expansion team right now, but this thing has been here 87 years, longer than all of us. And the other thing is when you take the Cleveland Indians that have been around 104 years, are we going to all of a sudden say Thomas Jefferson was a bad guy and throw all our $20 bills in a trash can? How many people would go over there and pick those 20s out? So the big problem here is, I can remember when the XFL came out with the New York, New Jersey hitman. I didn't say anything because I thought it was a prod thing for the Italians, you know, maybe, maybe looking at it differently, but why aren't we working on the new Orleans? Okay, Saints, here's the another, here's another point. This is a great point. You guys, here's another point. Okay. If you're going to stick with these names or, or, you know, talk about changing them, can we at least have a vestige of the past where when we talk about world championship teams of the past, we don't call them the commanders. We say there was a group of people that had a team called the Redskins. And historically, we thought maybe it wasn't the right thing to embody the American Native Indian. So we changed them to the commanders. All right. Can we learn from history so we're not deemed to repeat the same problems over and over? Or do we just get rid of everything? So that would be great. That would be great if we didn't live in Florida. Well, well, well. Here's the thing. What, what's that say to Doug Williams and Joe Dine? How are things in California right now, Fred? Right. The, are things swimmingly the, going along? There's no. 22 percent of the people in California are homeless. You can't find many homeless people in Florida. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's a he's a brilliant man, and we wish him nothing but the best. He's no. No, no, no question that uh, he, he's br- certainly brilliant uh, on the roads as far as uh, running but, for president. But, right. But to wipe out the Redskins name, what would that say to Doug Williams? No, I'm not saying. Wait, wait a minute. Time out. I, the one thing I agree with. Sammy Art is, Baugh. I, one thing I agree with Art is you don't erase history. That's why I can't stand the One of the reasons I can't stand the guy in Florida. You don't erase history in the, no, in the you year, learn in, from in, history. You learn from it in the, in the yearbooks. You know, you can say Doug Williams uh, and Washington Redskins. I'm not questioning that. It's gone now. So uh, in the future, it's not going to be Redskins. It's commanders or come up with a better name. I don't care. Redskins is a slap in the face. But you don't erase that from history, just like what the Germans did to the Jews or what the, uh, uh, you know, some Italians did to other Italians or some yes. Spanish did to some other Spaniards. You don't erase it from history. You make sure people know it. You know, so it, it it's like it's like when they tear down statues, you know, and people have no idea. You know, the, the, one of the great uh, the room, uh, it gets me going. Robert E. Lee was number one in his class at right. West Point, a right. great general. 
and, they, and they've talked to him and they interviewed him and he wrote books about it. He loved America, but he was also a Virginian. And they came to him when the, when the, you know, when we had our civil war and they said, you know, you, you know, Virginia and, and the Southern states are going to take on, you know, and, and the guy was a great general, but do you tear down statues to Robert E. Lee? No, really? No, I don't believe you do. I think I you explain what, what really that war was about. And then, you know, we're talking 1860. Now in 1960, we have LBG, LBJ, who, who, you know, does all these civil rights things a hundred years after the Civil War. And now we're still in this country, 150 years after, we're talking about racism. And to be perfectly blunt with you, Fred, racism is basically in, is ignorance. Okay, every human being deserves some sort of dignity. It doesn't matter what color you are. You have red blood when you bleed, okay? You're a part of this great earth, all right? And, and I, don't, I don't understand where all this back and forth crap is going. You know, let's just treat each other with respect. Let's listen to the other person's opinion, whether we agree with it or not, but at least give them the ability to speak their mind. That is the First Amendment, isn't it, Fred? Folks, uh, this has been Believe Sports Biz Sports Media, also heard on Podclips. All I can tell you is the world will be better April 2026. <laughs> or around the corner on Believe Sports Biz Sports Media. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.